This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. On today's Smart 7, Israel faces the International Court of Justice, Labour calls the cavity cops, and lots more. It's Friday, 12th of January. It's National Hot Tea Day, and happy birthday, Zayn Malik. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. Britain and the US launched air and missile strikes in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen overnight, aimed at halting attacks on ships in the Red Sea. American and British forces, with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada and the Netherlands, were involved in carrying out the strikes, which targeted different sites, including the capital of the country. Meanwhile, Thursday saw the International Court of Justice at The Hague hear arguments from South Africa as they presented what they described as chilling evidence of genocide on the first day of a two-day hearing. The South Africans are asking that the court impose a ceasefire and lawyer Tembeka Nchukai Tobi delivered a stirring testimony as he described what he called genocidal utterances and grave violence. The evidence of genocidal intent is not only chilling, it is also overwhelming and incontrovertible. Israel will present its evidence on Friday, but Prime Minister Netanyahu criticised the case, saying South Africa's hypocrisy screams to the heavens. Director General of South Africa's Department of International Relations and Cooperation, Zain Dangor, says that the scale of Israel's attack on Gaza left them no choice. We felt that all the elements for genocide were there. We saw it as a textbook case of genocide. And once we saw it as that, we were duty-bound in terms of being a signatory to, to the Genocide Convention and Article 1 to bring it to the International Court to adjudicate. With an impeccable sense of timing, the official inquiry into the post office IT scandal resumed hearings on Thursday. The Horizon Inquiry has been running since 2021 and is chaired by Sir Wynne Williams, with hearings due to continue until at least summer 2024. In the spotlight for the first of the new hearings was Stephen Bradshaw, a post office investigator, who denied accusations that he and colleagues behaved like mafia gangsters while interviewing wrongly accused sub-postmasters. He also said he had no information from his superiors that there were any issues with the Horizon system. And I'm not technically minded with that. I would expect that to come from the people above. If it was an issue, I would expect Fujitsu to inform the post office and the full post office to let us know what, what the issues are. Professor Chris Hodges, chair of the Horizon Compensation Advisory Board, says he's glad to see the government acting, but that the process still needs to move faster. I had written to the Lord Chancellor in December to say, this is a real problem. The system is not working and it may never work for these people. It will certainly take years. So I'm delighted, as are my colleagues on the uh, advisory board, to see decisive action. There was some exciting but slightly technical election news on Thursday as Rishi Sunak formally approved what are known as access talks for the Labour Party. That's part of the traditional pre-planning for a general election, although former Chancellor George Osborne was suggesting the election date could be as far away as November 14th on his Political Currency podcast. Regardless, Labour have continued their policy rollout as part of their election campaign, with Shadow Health Secretary West Streeting focusing on dentistry on Thursday. 
He was defending proposals that as part of Labour's school breakfast club initiative, children aged between three and five would be given toothbrushing classes. It's led to calls of nanny state behaviour, but West says it's time to call in the cavity cops. And I think we face a choice as a country. We can either sit back and say, well, it's parents' job, or for actually a relatively small amount of money, uh, we can put supervised toothbrushing in for kids aged between three and five How to help keep happen? their teeth clean and out of hospital. Okay. Thursday saw Donald Trump's New York civil trial wrap up with closing arguments from both sides. Trump had asked Judge Arthur Engeron for permission to speak in his defence, but no agreement had been reached. In the end, Donald spoke anyway, ranting about the Attorney General Letitia James and insulting the judge before being asked to sit back down. Speaking afterward, he announced he wants to attend all of his trials as a protest against Biden and the Democrats and what he called their new form of cheating. Speaking of Biden, Jill Biden was on MSNBC on Thursday, defending her son Hunter and supporting her husband and brushing away concerns about his age. I say his age is an asset. He's wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage. He's lived history. He knows history. Mm -hmm. He's thoughtful in his decisions. He is the right man or the right person for the job at this moment in history. Still to come on the Smart 7. Oscar honour for Black Panther star, a new Amy Winehouse movie on the way. Right after this. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back. We're heading towards rugby season with the Six Nations due to kick off on Friday 2nd of February as defending champions Ireland travel to take on France. England's first game is in Italy, while Wales welcomes Scotland. The Irish fans probably won't be delighted with the news on Thursday that their coach Andy Farrell was named as the next head coach for the British and Irish Lions, who are due to tour Australia in the summer of 2025. That'll see him take up his role in the autumn and miss the 2025 Six Nations altogether. He sounded pleased about the opportunity, though. It means the world. It means the world to me um, uh, to be to be thought of. Uh, as a candidate for the, the head coach's role is, is, is pretty special, but to, to be chosen, it's, it's pretty magical. Angela Bassett has played some iconic figures in her career, Tina Turner, Rosa Parks, and of course the Black Panther's Queen Ramonda. She's been nominated for both Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, but she's never won an Oscar, until this week that is. She and comedy legend Mel Brooks were presented with honorary Oscars at the Governor's Awards, which celebrates lifetime achievements in film as well as humanitarian efforts. She spoke about her childhood and how it prepared her for the screen. Writing, writing plays, standing up in front of audiences, whether it's poetry or, or little skits that you wrote for Sunday school, I think all of it played a part, and particularly my mother who, who loved to go to the movies. I mean, we go for one movie and we come out four movies later. I, I don't know what was up with her blood sugar, but mine certainly plummeted.
In rock and roll circles, there's something known as the 27 Club. It's made up of some of the biggest stars in music who all died at the age of 27. Members include Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain and, of course, Amy Winehouse. Now, a new biopic tells the story of the troubled star who shot to fame in the early 2000s, only to die tragically in 2011. The film stars Marisa Abela as Amy and is directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson. She also directed the John Lennon movie Nowhere Boy. It's called Back to Black and hits cinemas in April. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. <laughs> you got to remember, I ain't no Spice Girl. I want to be remembered for just being me. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.